Mia Uni, Uro Neno Iki, Enra Mia Chibanai, Miyu Yabo. That's the Shipibo translation for Hello Ayahuasca. I'm here tonight to continue with my process. I'm Gox, and welcome to the Miyu Yabo podcast. Taken from the intro Shipibo translation, Miyu Yabo means my process. This is a platform to capture real life ayahuasca healing journeys documenting the highs and lows, and sharing the lessons that arise at the unlikeliest of times and in the unlikeliest of places. My aim is to create a comprehensive library of experiences that will help people who are thinking of embarking on their own personal adventure, or those who are already in it and looking for new perspectives to help them along their way. If you like the following episode, I'd love it if you clicked follow And also, it'd be gratefully appreciated if you would share it with anyone you think might be interested. None of the content within this podcast is intended to encourage the use of illegal substances. Anything discussed in the episodes are for information and educational purposes only, and all opinions expressed are that of the individual. None of the content should be taken as medical advice, and should not be used as a substitute to any psychotherapist, healer, or shaman. Psychedelics should not be used by some individuals, Therefore, always consult a medical professional prior to proceeding with any experience. My guest for this episode is Russell. My last episode was with Jesse Gold, who was the founder of the Heroic Hearts Project, which is a non-profit organization that helps military personnel get connected with psychedelic healing therapies. Uh, And following our chat... um, Jesse kindly offered to reach out to some of his past participants to see if anybody would like to come forward and share one of their stories. And pretty quickly, Russell came forward and said that he'd like to share a story. So I was really grateful that he was interested. I'm really pleased to be able to start to expand this library to include some of these military personnel stories, because these are definitely a lot of the people that are really in need of this kind of healing. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation. It's amazing that people are coming forward uh, to want to to share, especially. I mean, this is a really this is a really small uh, thing at the moment. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we hope in the future it's kind of it's going to grow. Yeah. Um, and I'm really chuffed that I've had so many people that want to share, and the conversations we've had have been so have been so amazing. Um, yeah. And it's great that there's people that are finding it as well and finding it interesting uh, to listen to. So, and thank you so much for wanting to come to it. Yeah, I mean, like it would be, um, usually I would never, before I'd even had, you know, the, the, the medicine, I would never have dreamed of doing something like this, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, like you just say, having a, you know, if it's, if I know my job interviews, that's not good. Uh, comparison you know just things like this i usually be like overthinking and terrified of doing you know but because of yeah. profound the experience was and, and what it's done for me i just feel like you know it just goes like you know it's easy it's, it's easier for me to or, or at least i have a passion to, to to talk about it because i feel like it has its place you know how it can help people for sure yeah yeah excellent so thanks for, and like, like i said i said to jesse i mean it was so great getting Jesse on to kind of get his experience and talk about the heroic hearts. And one thing I really wanted to do was to get the message out to some people that have been through the program to get some, some real stories as well from that. So 
thanks so much for 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 for, for taking up the offer yeah. uh, to do that. I'm really looking forward to hearing your hearing your story. Yeah. And uh, no, there's there's absolutely no like this is not an interview at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, it's not. I say it's not my style, but also it's not my capabilities <laughs> to be an interviewer. Uh, it's just a it's it's just a conversation. Uh, I'll I've. Well, I overthink things all the time and overanalyze things, and and then I'm hoping to kind of what you say is going to like jog my interests, and I might probe a bit more into it. But it's really just about trying to get under the bones about what actually happened for you, yeah. uh, and what revelations what what revelations happened for you that 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 could that somebody else could use. Yeah. So how did so how did you so you went through the heroic hearts project yeah how did i mean did you kind of have an idea about all of this before you found yeah, yeah. heroic hearts or this is the thing yeah so i had actually had uh one ayahuasca ceremony before i did the, the heroic hearts project okay um this was like it was in 2019 i went somewhere called the healing tree center in cusco um with one of the guys that i'd worked um, I worked with. So basically, I left the British Army in 2013, and then went to the mm-hmm. security industry thereafter, where I currently still work. Um, but I'm leaving in February, which we'll come on to. And yeah, um, so I, you know, through um, the the reason what, what compelled me to, to to search for you know for um, a retreat. Um, yeah, so I, I ended up going to one in Cusco first, and it was I just paid for the one ceremony. Um, okay. The guy that I work with who was going through similar, um, you know, um, to me, he, he wanted to, to do it as well. So we were both went traveling together. We went to Rio first and then we flew to Peru, went to Lima and then to Cusco. And then when we got to the day um, of the ceremony, he decided to, to, to back out. I didn't want to do it. So he, I, he backed out. He, he backed out. Yeah. So I was like, okay. well, you know, I, I, I've come here for, you know, I, I, I knew what I'd come for. You know, mm. um, so I said, like, I'll meet you, I'll meet you tomorrow at Machu Picchu. So I stayed mm. in Cusco, um, and then I got took up to the to wherever it was, right at the top of this mountain, however. Um, and I was the only person there on that on that in retreat. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for that one day. There, be, there was there was there was an Australian guy and, and, and a, a lady that were there, but they did a ceremony the day before, so they wasn't due to go in that day, so those on like their rest day. So I was the only person in there getting, um, you know, to, to go through um, the ceremony. And yeah, that, that was that was it. That was life-changing for me. Okay. Uh, and like I said, but it was only uh, the one ceremony because I just wanted to see, you know, from the research that I'd done myself, if it mm. could be, um, if it could be good for, for the reasons that I went, you know, the overthinking, the social anxieties and the depression and the panic attacks that I used to, you know, as used to get with, you know, um, the career uh, and, you know, just, just my just my job and, yeah, really, really changed my life. And then, like I said, that was, um, so that was in 2019 and I was working in Afghanistan uh, as well. I was still working in Afghanistan and, um I got introduced to um, to Keith from Hero Cards Projects for a friend of a friend, and it was scheduled. You know, I was gonna I was gonna go. Um, I think it was back in 2019 or, or, or 2020, uh, beginning of 2020, 
two heroic hearts, you know, so I ordered enough mm. for a full retreat. Um, obviously, COVID happened and, you know, it, it, it had been delayed until April this year. So when Keith reached out again and asked me if I wanted to do it, I was like, yeah, definitely still, still interested. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, obviously, you don't have to share uh, anything that you don't want to share. Yeah. But so what I mean, what was your background um, then in in the military and stuff? And yeah, so I joined the military when I was 17. Um, mm. And, you know, I, I, I dropped out of school uh, when I was when I was 15. So I didn't, I didn't I left no GCSEs, you know, I'd, I'd done like labouring jobs, stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, I joined the British Army at the age of 17. Uh, and when I'm uh, in the infantry regiments, so was from line. Uh, and by the time I was when I when I passed out of training, uh, it, I was 18 years old, and within a month I was in I was in Iraq. So that's in 2006 oh, wow. at 18 years old. Um, you know, and that um, that made me grow really fast. Like you know, like I said, I left school. You know, no qualifications. I wasn't very um, you know well educated on. You know, just wasn't very culturally diverse, you know, and just educated like a, you know, like I could say I am today, you know, and then going to Iraq at 18, um, like I said, made me grow up, extreme, made me grow up like fast, like um, in my mind, you know, from what I was exposed to. Um, and then I did two tours of Afghanistan as well. Um, yeah, I went to Afghanistan when I was 20 and again um, at the age of 23. Um, I, was a, I was a sniper for the first tour of Afghanistan and a, a, a section commander, so a non-commissioned officer on the second tour of uh, Afghanistan, um, sorry, which was 2012. Um, then I left the British Army because um, that would be one of the last offensive, um, well, um, what, uh, what the British Army would, would, would be doing, you start to be pulling out of Afghanistan. Um, so I decided to go into the private security industry, as in a lot of people were doing that. Um, so less than a year later, that's, that's what I did. I went out back out to Iraq um, at the age of like 23, uh, 24. Um, so that would have been 2013, yeah. And yeah, I was, I was working on um, the oil and gas fields, you know, mm. actually working with. Um, the, the the Iraqis, you know, actually, yeah. yeah. So it's a complete change, you know. So the so the near eight years that I've done in in the British Army, you know, going to you know Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, as, yeah. as a sniper or, or you know um, as a dismount commander, you know, traveling over Iraq and Afghanistan to then within the year going out to work in Iraq, you know. And, mm oil fields and stuff like that so it was it was a big change you know complete um change to you know the sort of operations that we would usually go on yeah you know and what were the kind of when you went into the security side then what were the kind of operations like for that kind of job obviously you know, excuse my ignorance i don't understand that whole kind of industry yeah. i mean obviously the, the whole military thing i haven't got a clue what it's like to kind of be in those situations i know that's yeah. incredibly traumatic um but then moving into the security side yeah. uh, is th is that kind of just also you know helping def i guess it's just providing the security for these 
functions in a potentially hostile environment is that what the main function is yeah yeah pretty much yeah so you know i say if you're oil and gas fields you know Mm. in in basra you know it's a large oil well you know essentially in in iraq and um like i said i was there in 2013 but these oil and gas fields have been there you know for for decades you know and yeah you know um you know, for the internationals that are working there, they need security details, you know, so mm. having a private security, which, you know, um, predominantly consists of ex-military personnel and local nationals that will, you know, that will drive, you know, be the drivers or whatever, you know, within the within the security details. So, um, yeah, and they've, you know, they've existed for, you know, you know, throughout, you know the 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 high um, you know um, you know the, during the the you know yeah. high of the the, the Iraq and Afghanistan war, um, yeah, and where we still are today, you know, still there. Um, so you're still working in the security function. I still am, yeah. So I've been, I've been on on several different contracts. So like I say, I left um, the British Army in 2012 and then 2013. Uh, the private security industry and first posting was was Basra so because I've been there in 2006 and how things were then um, you know this like the thought of going back out there I was, I was you know I was, I was really thinking wow you know I, I was only here running around when I was 18 years old like seven years mm. ago and I'm going back here now and you know I'm, how how things could have changed in that in that period of, of, of time um, and yeah, I mean, they they have in a sense that you know, um, you know the military installations that you know have pulled out, you know, uh, mostly anyway, you know, not going on offensive operations or anything. Um, well, like, like they were in two thousand and six, and yeah, you know, we decided to have that in my mind. And like I said, I've been on oil and gas contracts and um, you know several different. Several different contracts I've been on, and, and like I say, uh, all over Iraq, um, and so I've been demining operations. So we were removing um, unexploded ordnances, um, you know, in, in um, North Ramadi slash Fallujah areas. Did that for a couple of years, and then, um, yeah, then went to Af- Afghanistan. Um, back there in Kabul and, and Western Afghanistan, Herat, um, working for. Um, and pride and security by site security management for for embassies yeah cool so when when did you start noticing then uh, these symptoms of the you know the anxiety and the panic attacks and and this kind of stuff that kind of leads you to kind of drawing you that ends up down the ayahuasca path as a kind of medicine yeah i mean i think like I always I was quite introverted as 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 a kid. So these are things I used to like basically tell myself like it was thinking it was normal, you know, and you know jo- joining the army and it and it did do a lot for me. I felt like it did, you know, you know, like I say it made me grow up fast, but not necessarily in in the best ways, you know, in you know because how I was, you know, it, the exposure made me like, sort of grow up. Um, but it's. Um, I think you know just just for for going to Iraq and Afghanistan in, in different um, you know from, from being in the military then it's going to private security and then and then working alongside you know the locals and stuff like that it's um, it just it just made me overthink quite a lot and um, 
you know, over time. And I think it, it was more, it was most noticeable when I went to Afghanistan. So I started working in Afghanistan in 2018 uh, in a private security in Kabul. And compared, compared to Iraq, I mean, uh, Kabul is, is um, you know, it's uh, it, it was just difficult to, 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 to see how how people live over there you know like it's it's, it's upsetting it's really upsetting mm. for me it was um i can't say exactly who i was providing security for but i was working with you know i would see at least two like 200 of the local um you know of the afghani um people who would work for the same place each day and you know listen to their stories the flat so it's made me overthink a lot and you know being in that environment and knowing you know and just you know um, you know, the intelligence reports we got or things were happening in close vicinity to us. You know, I just overthought and I, I was I was um, a site security manager at this location, you know, so I, you know, I was essentially, you know, training the, the, the guards and, you know, providing the security, you know, keep the people safe on that camp. So a lot was going through my mind and I didn't really, never really slept. You know, in my mind had never mm-hmm. slept, you know, in, in, until... I was I got home and leave, so I would do that rotations like twelve weeks on and four weeks off. So my mind was always working, even when I was when I, even when I was in bed at night, it was always thinking, um, and it was it was really I, I could feel it like it was really taking its toll on the, um, the social skills for people, you know, um, and you know, like I say, I was just um, overthinking a lot, and when I would come home. For the first couple of weeks, I would get, um, I, I would have like panic attacks. I'd wake up for the, you know, first week or, week or two of being home, I, I would wake up and, you know, have a panic attack, and then it would sort of settle down and, and then, you know, disappear. So I did see, um, I, I did go to counselling about it, and it was because it was because it, it was affecting my social skills of people. Um, there were social anxieties. It was. It was it was difficult for me to do public speaking as well, which is which I I, I need to you know do this sort of thing with with my with my, with my job. And it was just making it more difficult. And um, yeah, so I went to counselling. You know, I suppose tried to see if, if I could do anything about it. You know, what I paid for myself counselling, and they just basically recommended the cognitive behavioural therapy and the CBT. And I didn't. I just didn't feel like it. It it, it was doing anything for me. You know, I, I tried it, and I just didn't feel like it was working for you know the magnitude of of what it is that I, I was going through. Um. So yeah, I I never, I never went to a doctor to speak to why because I didn't. I didn't feel like you know I because I, I I just tend to do my own research and everything, and I just didn't. I you know I just thought well, the doctor's probably just going to give me. A medication or, or something you know and i feel like this might you know hinder me getting you know you know in my career and stuff like that. I, I just i don't know again overthinking things that's that's just what i would i would do you know um, and like i say when i did come home as well um you know I was, I was quite impulsive i would drink quite a lot you know and i would gamble i would you know just i was just quite impulsive i wasn't you know it was just i was getting into a cycle of you know what I was going through for the for the two or three months at a time in Iraq or Afghanistan, and then when a month off, I was just I, I was just impulsive at home, you know, with my behaviour. It wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't healthy at all. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I it's it, I totally relate to the 
overthinking mm-hmm. thing because I mean that is my path down to a T, uh, and that is everything that my process has been in the four years since I went to my retreat about understanding these cycles and stuff that I've been overthinking things and mm. realizing that everything that it's generating all this kind of negative energy in me um, and it's just this mad cycle but strangely you know it's like you know Joe Rogan says it's like the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you um, and it's like you know people can overthink things on different levels for like you know, I I haven't experienced the kind of trauma that you will have seen, like on the battlefield, um, but I've kind of impacted myself in certain ways about much more trivial life things. Mm. But to me, they're so significant that I've traumatized my. I've got my own kind of traumas by some trivial things because that's the worst thing that's going to ever happen to me. But mm. in terms of overthinking and all that panic attack and anxiety and all that that generates it's like that's mm-hmm. just i mean that's kind of what i'm going through right now for my own kind of things yeah uh so yeah totally relate to that concept <laughs> not necessarily what triggered it but uh, yeah yeah so when at what point did you then discover the, the ayahuasca Mm. as a as a process uh, and and what how did so i know we, we we briefly spoke about the cusco thing yeah um it'd be interesting to see to hear about how it kind of came about and how you you made that trip and then also because i thought that you'd only been to yeah. the, the heroic hearts retreat yeah. so i'd definitely be really interested to kind of hear about what happened on the Cusco thing to see how that kind of came about and, and what you learned from that. But yeah, yeah so how, how did you get on the, how did you discover the ayahuasca path? Yeah. Yeah. So, ba- so basically like I said, so I did the, the CBT, um, yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. So like, you know, after going counseling and stuff like that and you know, the, like the internet, you know, it's, it's all there. And while, you know, when I'm away, it's, you know, I've got the time on my hands to research and it was actually one, um, I don't know, like I bought, I bumped into a friend, when I was at home and I, I got introduced to psilocybin and mm. that would be the first time like so that I ever tried a psychedelic and this was like um, like six months before the first ayahuasca ceremony so once when I tried it it was I, I it just it was put, put me in tears because I wasn't I wasn't um, what it did for me um, was unbelievable like it was just like all my anxieties are just like you know, just to sort of melted away, and, and I'd never felt like that before. You know, it was, and so that 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 um, that gave me or compelled me to, to to research it more. So when I was um, when I, when I, when I went back to work, I I, I did a re- I researched it, and then um, found you know ayahuasca ceremonies, and I'd watched a lot of Joe Rogan. You know, I see some some of his stuff, you know, and it just it just kept popping up this name, you know, ayahuasca or the DMT, and yeah, so um, I also across those different websites, um, you know, and um, for different retreats, and and as I said, one of the one of the guys who was in my team, um, we decided to to go travelling together with the month off that I had from work, and we was on demining operations at um at that time the contract so it was you know pretty 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 um 
complex. Um, you know, it was it was a big deal. It was it was um, yeah. So we, we we planned for the time off. So we went to like I said, we went to uh, Brazil first, went um, to Rio, and and then we and yeah, we, we went to Lima and then Costco, and then we got there. Um, you know, he did, he didn't want to proceed with it, and you know, I did. Um, you know, and yeah, it, it was it was profound. Like I say I got there. The, the lady, look, proving lady, was um, she, um, translating between me and, and, and the shaman. And like I say, when when I when I when I got in there, when when I had that one ceremony, it was it was it was it was so profound for me. It was it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. What what was the what was the theme and what kind of happened? during that and yeah. what kind of what kind of presented itself that yeah that taught you this or was it just really just a feeling of like well yeah so um so yeah, it was quite dark the the room that we was in you know it was outside and and they were really professional as well so we did all they do all the tests to check test my, uh, my blood pressure and all that sort of stuff everything seemed you know it's all professional so i felt comfortable where i was and then when they um you know um um, I think they, they blessed it or whatever the, the shaman does for the ayahuasca before he give it me um, and then she asked me you know to to sit upright you know in like a meditative uh, sort of position um, and yeah after about 30, 30, 40, 45 minutes or something it, you know really started come uh, you know coming like the visuals I would have like you know your um, you know your geographic sort of, uh, geographic is that about ones um, you know your, geometric, geometric stuff yeah very, yeah, yeah. Uh, visuals at first and then you know which was what I felt was quite comparable to the psilocybin that I had you know several months before but then um, well you know when he was chanting so there was another uh, I think it was you know it wasn't the shaman but it was someone else who was chanting in there doing the ayahuasca chant and that just made it um, it just made it more it was like bringing it out of me it was making it more deeper until it it just felt literally like i can only just describe it like a just you know it just blasted like into it was just like lightning you know like an explosion you know it was going from those those tribal patterns or whatever you know that um to it to like it sounded like somebody turned the volume up on the jungle like literally someone turned the volume up and i could hear everything in the jungle like for, for miles it had um you know all, all my senses were completely heightened and i could feel like my third eye so whereas before you know when someone would speak to me about a third you know the third eye activate and i'd be like you know you know you know like how how you know could you believe that you know what would you mean you know and then just at that moment I, I just knew like it just felt like all my senses were high and I was, I was tuned into to nature to the jungle you know and I would lie on my back and it and you know it just felt like I was falling between I could only imagine like between the heavens he heavens and the oceans it was just a profound blue color but I didn't see anything other than just this you know really profound blue color um you know and I just I must have said thank you about a thousand times you know just thank you you know like it was it was beautiful um yeah and you know it lasted for about four hours and i come around you know i was never sick i never never purged in the bucket i went outside to purge you know and then it gave me a little rush again after purging so then i lay down for another hour and um yeah it just it just felt 
it, it, it just it was, it was really profound for me. It was such a beautiful experience. And like I say, I was very grateful for it. You know, although I didn't feel like I got any di- direct messages from it or anything like that, it just felt, it just, it just showed me what, what, how I interpret it, what, what peace could or could be like, you know, it just felt, I just felt a oneness with everything and it was, and it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, it is interesting that, you know, a lot of the time my overthinking focuses on what's the lesson to, to, that, that you, got but sometimes it is just like you say it just gives you presents you with the experience of something Mm -hmm. for you to experience like you've experienced profound peace Mm -hmm. and you know i've heard the thing before that it shows you what it's like at the top of the mountain Mm -hmm. and then it puts you at the bottom of the mountain and you need to you now know what you're striving for yeah um but and but, you know, that's that's one of those things. You also you mentioned about the third eye thing, and you were sure about it. And did you say that you felt it? I feel I feel it radiate, really and when, when I come on to the next ones, you know, when when I went oh, okay, hearts, like I I felt it, and like you know, when 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 I have it, I feel. So when it, when it's settling in for me, I feel like my face is like or my jaws like prime in itself, like it's just like you know, my jaws like rocking slightly. It's, it's prime itself, and I feel. It radiating in the center of like is like a burning sort of you know like a, not not painful or anything. I just feel it burning like um, and like I say, it's it's just profound. Yeah, like the like the heat of a beacon or something. Is it's that what just, you mean? Yeah, it's just it, it it is like you know just the heat like a radiating sort of heat right in the center of your forehead. It is. Mm. I did that with the um, experiences that we come on to, but these were quite different. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, so you came out of that yeah. um, and then were you just kind of like, yeah. you, you then, you then met up with your, with your pal and was he a bit like, oh shit, I should have gone in. Yeah, he was because like I say, so the next day I went to Machu Picchu, which is quite some distance away. We had to, I had to get mm. the train and everything. I was a little bit worried, obviously the day before I did that, I was thinking, you know, because I'd only watch the videos and you see people being sick and everything like that. And like it can really, you know, drain you, you know, depending on what experience you have. I was worried that maybe I'd be too drained to do this the next day or whatever, but I wasn't because of the experience, what it did for me. I couldn't wait to, to get on that train and go to Machu Picchu, you know, and of course to Machu, you know, to Machu Picchu, you know, it's one of, the, one of the wonders of the world, you know, after that experience. So I wore, you know, this, um, I don't know what, what the name is, but you know what the shamans were. I bought one of them as well, mm. so I went to, to mm. Machu Picchu, you know, and then yeah, it was a it was a wonderful, wonderful experience, um, Machu Picchu, and and then I never, then I never, never, um, you know, there wasn't one day it went by where I didn't think about it since. Mm. Every every single day I thought about that, and it would be like that for you know nearly two years until I went again, you know. Did you feel when you thought about it mm. uh, in those two years that you were brought back to that space? Did you feel like you could experience that peace by thinking about it? Or was it more just thinking about it from a memory and getting just a bit of a glow a, from the memory? Or do you think you were, that I, in itself could bring you back into that space? I feel like it, um, it gave me a lot of hope. Um, you know, like I went in there 
uh, you know, an, an atheist, you know, you know, going into there and then coming out, feel like saying, well, you know, like, you know, I'm spiritual now, you know, like, yeah, how, you know, how could I not be after that experience? And just, you know, it just, you know, it completely changed my outlook on on, on everything, you know, and then going back to Afghanistan, um, yeah, I mean, it would. You know what I'm saying? It healed me like overnight or anything like that. But you know, in the it made me reflect a lot, and um, you know, just I, I just felt like um, I could deal with things a bit easier, like some sort of social situations, or you know, that I'd find myself in. It just I don't know. It, it, it's hard to to say words whether the first one did for me, but all I know is that I felt like I, I needed to to do a full retreat because, as I said, I only did one ayahuasca ceremony. You know, just uh, you know, just to just to try it, and yeah, like I said, I, I thought about it every day. And and when I went back a couple of years later, the experience was was quite different, and and it was yeah, so sort of come on to that. So so it was when you were working again yeah. overseas that that's when you kind of got in contact with with keith is that what was it through somebody that you got in contact with keith or did you say you knew him already no i, I did I'd, no, I'd never met keith before it was, it was a friend of a friend um he mentioned it uh the heroic arts project and then um yeah uh, we linked linked up and then you know i looked you know i listened to some of his podcasts as well and it was really resonated with me and um yeah and then i was offered um you know if if i would like to go um with them and i think this is 2019 or, or beginning of 2020 and i said yeah i'd love to and um yeah um but unfortunately covid happened and you know i wouldn't i wouldn't see i wouldn't i wouldn't meet keith for for a couple of you know for two years for two years almost you know um yeah and like i say so th- there was april this year that we we find we finally met uh, and a couple of lads you know who, who um were going for the same experience and this time i went to tarapato uh, so you know it's a different part got to visit a different part of um of peru and the retreat was was absolutely wonderful it was a beautiful place you know which had been built over a couple of decades, I think it was 20 years or something it was took to build, and um, it was beautiful. It was right, right in the jungle, right in deep in the jungle. You know, it, it had its own um, vines. So on that, oh, it was the ayahuasca was grown at, literally at that place where we were. It wow. was magnificent. Yeah, such a beautiful mm-hmm. place. Yeah, yeah. So that was April this year that you went. Yeah, that was April this year. Yeah. And was that a week long four ceremony retreat? Oh, it was four. I think it was ten days. I think it was. I think it was oh, t- ten. I think it was about ten days. We went for and I had three three ceremonies. There. Okay. Yeah. So it was three. Yeah. So how? So how, so when you're going to this, are you just kind of like right up for it and like really excited? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, because I had that first experience. You know, the, you know, I tried it a couple of years before. You know. Uh, and obviously done a lot more research into it and how you know it could be different you know, how it's not never always usually the same sort of experiences and that 
so yeah, I was, I was, you know, and you know, it's, I'd waited a couple of years, you know, for it, and it finally, it finally came, and yeah, it, it was, you know, it was. I was really excited. I was really excited to do it, um, and and I'd left, just left Afghanistan. Well, sorry, I left Afghanistan April last year. Um, you know, on the back of everything, you know, um, how how um, terrible it, it was. You know, that that time I've been trying to leave there, and you know, lost, uh, left some friends, you know, locals, you know, who were there in Afghanistan, and, and um, yeah. So I was, you know, a lot happened um, even after that first ayahuasca experience I had, and then to to go to to that one. Um, yeah, I, I was I was really ready for it. I was really ready for for it, and yeah. So how did you find? So you had three ceremonies. Were each of them really different in themselves, or was there a theme that kind of tied everything together? Is it is it easier to explain it all? Yeah. Talk about it all as yeah. a whole, or yeah. is it? Yeah. I yeah. So each day was different for 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 me. Um. So the first day, so. Um, the first day there, actually, we would, we'd, you know, obviously we would get to know each other and talk about it, you know, uh, you know why we wanted to come here. If indeed, we want to open up about that. Um, you know, we'd write things down on on some paper and then we'd throw it in the fire, you know, things that we, we would want to, to get from it. Um, so it, it was like, it was the second day um, that we would go for our first um ceremony and like i said it the the retreat itself was beautiful and where we were so it was like, like at the top of the hill and it was like i can imagine it's like a, a giant tree house like it was beautiful like how, how it was made right at the top of the hill so you can overlook the jungle um and yeah so we we would meet there at like 5 30 in you know the evening um and like do you know just get ready, you know, just, just um, like the shaman's apprentice who do like, we'll do stretches for like half an hour, you know, let's get loose and all get ready. And then the shaman will come in, you know, so then as the jungle, you know, gets to that time, you know, it's like six o'clock and then it starts coming alive. Basically, you can start hearing things, you know, these beetles making these, uh, I don't know, if it's, I can't remember, is it Shikara beetle or something like that? They make noises. Um, and yeah, so that was the, the first the first experience with Shaman. So he would he would sing, you know, or chant to the ayahuasca, you know, it's Nepal that he brought to each to each person. So I was always the last person. So there's like five of us, um, including Keith. And I was always the last person in, in the group was where, where I was positioned. So he would, you know, he would you know, like pour it into to one cup and then he would he would chant to it and then pass it to, to that person. Um, you know, it'd be a good, you know, a couple of minutes chance for each one. So I was already like 15, 20 minutes behind by the time it got to me, you know, so the people were getting, it was settling in at different times. Um, so, yeah, and, and he did ask me, he said, Sharky, he said, do you, uh, how, how long did it take to kick in for you last time? And I, and I said, well, about 30 minutes. Okay, so he was like, so he was like working out our tolerance to it i suppose you know didn't want to give us all like a big dose straight away so it was all very you know carefully done freshly done and um yeah so like 30 35 40, 40 minutes went by and then he'd asked he'd asked me um uh, is it done anything for you 
and it, and it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't doing anything for me. I, but I could hear in the room like it was for everyone else. It was working for them. So we said, "Oh, do you want do you want some more?" You know. So I said, "Yes, please." You know. So I got I got some more off of him, and um, another thirty minutes go by, and I had some very light geometric, like you know, visuals, very very mild. You know, didn't do anything. And I said that. You know, when he asked me, I was like, "No, very. It's very very mild." And at that point, I thought, I thought to myself, should be. Should I be dis- disappointed with this? Or should I have thought, no, you know, I'm just going to sit here. You know, I mean, it's not my, it's, it's, it's not meant to be, you know, sort of thing. Um, and, you know, I was, I was cool with that, you know, so I just sat there and, and meditated uh, until I just eventually lied back and, and, and like five hours would go past and I didn't feel anything. And the shaman left, he left. Mm. And people, and just as he left, about ten minutes later, I had a big wave. A big wave hit me. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, big wave. Uh, and then the apprentice was still there, and he's like, "You okay? Are you okay?" And I was like, "I am absolutely fabulous, thank you." Yes, that's what I said. Mm. It was it just it just hit me a big wave, and like, and I just kept saying that, "Oh my goodness," and thank you. Like the tears started rolling down my eyes, was lying on my back. And I could just see a pearl, like a ship, an actual ship. So where last time I said the first experience I had, I only saw a profound blue colour. I actually saw a ship, like a pearl-coloured ship in the clouds. Like I was in the clouds. It was just like reflecting beautiful, like, you know, the, like, like a pearl, sort of rainbowy sort of colour. Mm. And I was just absolutely blown away with what I was seeing. Like, I, could, I couldn't believe it. it like, um, how how beautiful it, it, it was and like i said i just kept saying thank you and um you know this lasted for like an, an hour I, i'd say and as quick you know as much as I, I was i was you know i was i was completely there like in my mind how, how beautiful it was and how grateful it was when i opened my eyes there was no one inside that tree there was no one there everyone had gone like mm. They had gone because I, I do remember him asking me before. He's like, "Are you going to be okay?" You know, on your own. And I was like, "Absolutely fine, yeah." So I said, right, "So then, so literally, I just I have nowhere. Like, it just disappeared. This this ship that I, you know I, I was seeing, and they opened my eyes, and it was just like, like everyone's gone. Like it's dark, you know, it's gone." So then I said to myself, "I said, why not go and look at the stars? I don't know what." Like what compelled me to say that? I just I said it out loud. I said, "Why not go and look at the stars?" So mm-hmm. I took a blanket. I put a blanket on on, on me, and I walk out. I, I went outside, and I did you not? Know, because like I said, we was at the top of the hill, and I just I was just outside that treehouse. I looked at the stars, and I was in complete awe looking at them. And for some reason, I just felt like I knew what I was looking at. Like I don't know anything about constellations or any, you know, you know, stars and stuff like that, but they just looked so profound and beautiful, and the way they were all arranged, I felt connected. I felt like I knew what I was looking at. Like it was weird. Like I just felt tuned in with the stars. So I would sit. I, I stood there, sorry, for ten minutes at least, ten fifteen minutes with my blanket around me, and it must have been about midnight or something like that, eleven o'clock midnight. 
in complete awe looking at these stars and then a bat an actual bat flew directly into my back it flew oh, into wow. my back a, a bat and, and then it's obviously it's it startled me and i started shuffling down the hill right 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 back down mm. to the large open garden so when, when i did eventually find my way to the garden because like a little bit disorient you know slightly disorientated and then yeah, so I was in the middle of the garden and I would just, again, I just stood looking at the stars for about half an hour, just stood there with my arms crossed, I folded even, like, just looking at them, like, wow. So then I walked back to my room. I walked back to my room and so I didn't purge or anything, you know, in, in that thing, and like everyone else was purging in the buckets. I got back to my room immediately, as soon as the door closed, I felt the need to purge, so I purged. And because I purged, um, you know, then you get like, I feel like you're getting another wave. So when I was in my room, I thought, I don't want to sleep. Like, why would I want to sleep? You know, like, I just felt mm. like, what is, the, you know, what's the, what's the point? Like, I opened the windows and the door in my room, which had a big, you know, the, um, the mesh so that the, you know, creatures couldn't get inside. And I stayed there lying in my bed until the sun came up. I thought, I don't need to sleep. Why do I need to sleep? Like, it was such a profound experience looking at the stars. It was like, I just stayed there until the line on my bed until the sun come up, you know, and with like, mm. still had these, you know, visuals and it, it was, it was unbelievable. And, you know, I stayed there until the sun come up and then so we met everybody else in the morning had a wonderful breakfast like the this because the shaman's wife was there as well and she was wonderful she made like such lovely food for us like and yeah we you know we had our breakfast and we would talk about our experiences to everyone you know in in the morning you know on, a, on the table you know take a time you know to to really listen to each other and like i said i just told him was like guys you know i explained what happened and i hadn't been to sleep and yeah, and that was the first. That was the first experience. Uh, one, the first ceremony, and then the second one would be completely different. Yeah. So, so, so the first one was largely around it. Was it again about feelings of peace, but then also really just appreciating the oneness of the universe, almost well, it, it was, the, the connection, the connection to it all. Yeah, I felt like you know, like look, reflect now, looking back on it, like I say. This one gave me like more a visual, like I said, I saw, I, I, I clearly saw a ship, like it was a pearl ship, like it was beautiful, like I couldn't, you couldn't make it up, you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, how, how, how beautiful it was. And it was funny as well, because the next morning when we were having our breakfast and was looking at all the books, I had loads of books in this, in this cabinet, and one of them was like, like by an artist, you know, who, you know, who draws, oh, sorry, you know, he painted, you know, um, there are oil paintings of what people see or something what he had seen and one of them mm. was a ship one of them was a right. ship like it didn't look exactly like the ship i was in but it was a ship and i was thinking oh, that's quite bizarre mm. um but yeah so like like i said that that first one i say it was it was like it felt like it was just more of a i don't know a visual thing and like how i just felt so compelled to, to, to go and look at the stars, you know, when, when mm. I'd got up and how it hit me, like four or five hours into it, I just, you know, where anyone else had gone. So I don't know, it felt very individual, like I was supposed to be on my own. I, I wanted to stand there and look at the stars, and, and I did, and 
I'll never forget it because it was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that just kind of, I mean, talking to the stars, it just kind of, I don't know if I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but mm. my, I mean, this is way before I knew about ayahuasca or anything, but it was the first time I went to Australia and I've got this on my tattoo that I saw the first time I saw the Southern Cross mm. um, and I was, you know, the person I was with was just like, oh, there's the Southern Cross. And I'm just like, all oh, right, okay. And then they said, oh, you can't see it from the Northern Hemisphere. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? I hadn't really thought about it because I never really looked at this. I never really cared about the stars before. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, you can only see it from the Southern Hemisphere. And then all of a sudden, I just had this really profound knowledge mm-hmm. that from living in the Northern Hemisphere, you think space is just above you. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, when I was in the Southern Hemisphere, I was like, all of a sudden, I, I realized that I'd only ever been seeing, viewing half of space. Yeah. And then I just went, Holy shit! <laughs> Space is down there as well. Yeah. In all, but it's it's in all directions. Yeah. And when I realised that, I was like, "Whoa!" I think that was probably my first ever, like, groundbreaking realization. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that's that's what freaks a lot of people out when you realise, oh my god, you are just this ball yeah. floating in the middle of nothing. Yeah. This, um. So yeah, you can either think about that or not think about it, depending on your on your state of mind. But yeah. so how so how did this uh, how did this second ceremony happen? And yeah, how was how was that different? Well, so so we had like a, we had a day off or maybe two days off, and then because why you know so the first ceremony was a bit like I said it was like to find out sort of tolerances and stuff like that so then when we go for the second one that would be where the main you know where the main healing would, would happen um so we're in there similar time again you do our stretches and stuff like that and um yeah so I was the last person again you know to get it and he gave me a larger dose and uh, and yeah it, this one didn't need to like, I didn't need four or five hours to kick in I it, it was like say so after about 35 about 35 40 minutes um, after having it I could feel like I say my jaw was like going like side to side just like I could just feel it's, it's like without you know um thinking about it, it's like it was just it was just doing it subconsciously like I was just priming myself for what was coming like you know what I mean in my jaw I feel it radiating and then when I was sat upright you know like meditating and like I say so the beetles were start making these noises at, you know around the, the, the time that it was so it must have been about half six or seven like that so it was, it was barely you know there's still a bit of light left but not a lot and I could just feel myself. Like I say, like the first experience I had from a couple of years ago, it sounded like someone turned the volume up in the jungle. Well, this was similar. However, it was much more profound. It felt like I just, I, I just, I was just grinning so much and tears were rolling down my eyes because I felt completely like, I just felt um, like the same sort of frequencies as, as the jungle. And it was like the first moment in my like where where I, I sort of like could say that I understood what or, or could feel what peace really is. Like it was absolute bliss. It was beautiful how I felt at that time. Um 
so I would, you know, I, I, I sat there for like another, you know, 30 minutes on top of that. And then when the shaman started chanting, so I, naturally I, I lied on my back. And when he started chanting, my limbs, my arms and legs were moving in complete synchrony, like, you know, with each other, that symmetrical, like, you know, complete harmony, like, with what he was saying, like, uncontrollably. I didn't have... Like, yeah, if I told myself, I, you know, I felt like I was in danger, you know, I could get out of that room. Um, but, you know, because of, like, I felt like I came with the actions, like, do as you will, like, um, you know, I, I wasn't afraid, I wasn't, you know, resisting, like, I, I, you know, I surrendering to it. He, what if he, he was sing, singing or chanting, my arms and legs were moving completely in, you, you know, simply what he was saying. And I was on my back. It was like I did a marathon on my back because he was chanting for a good hour or two at least. And and I, you know, I wasn't even thinking about how they were moving my arms like they were doing that on their own, you know, mm. what was, was going on there. It was remarkable. And, you know, so, you know, he was chanting for, you know, a good, a good, at least at least an hour or two. And... And, you know, and to the point where, you know, so the visuals really, really coming on strong then. They were really coming on strong. I was on my back and I started shouting things like divine and peace and love, you know, and kept saying thank you. I didn't know who I was saying thank you to, you know, or divine and peace and love. I just felt this energy. I just felt it. I could, didn't see any figures. I just seen a beautiful, profound Colours, but not like the blue. I'd said, you know, a couple of years ago, these was all colours, all colours. Like, and I felt like it was like just a beam, like a, a beam of like light in 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 the in the centre of the universe. It was incredible. Like where I was, I felt like I was actually levitating, like off of the off of the ground. You know how 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 powerful it was. What, what you know you know from his chanting and my ex saw shot you know thank you and I was like agreeing so it's like things that I hadn't even said out loud or whatever it was you know I would be saying you know I would be agreeing you know like yes you know like agreeing with whatever these these things I was getting you know from and yeah just very grateful kept shouting divine like because you know it was divine and mm. and when he stopped like he's like he just stopped you know abruptly stopped chanting it was like a, like it felt like i just collapsed to the floor like it, well, it wasn't the floor but it just felt like you know it's just you know completely all the limbs gave up and like all i can like say is like it felt like a natural well it even tried to move like I, I just couldn't. Like, I just told myself, like, my default mode network had said, don't move, like, just because you panic, like, you know, like, just, you know, so I just lied there for at least 10 minutes, not doing anything, the complete quiet, the room was completely quiet. And it was like, I was, I was, I, so after like 10, 15 minutes, like, I basically, it, it was like being reborn. I was then like, talking like to, to controlling my, my arm like one arm at a time like, i move this arm right now move this arm like no move this arm and i move this leg you know i was completely disorientated like completely like i, I was like learning to walk again 
you know it was like it recalibrated my mind like i'm like it just you know reinitialized it you know i'm, I'm uploaded you know new software like i, I literally just just looking at my, 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 my arms and then you know i'd say after about 15 20 minutes i got myself to my feet again and then i walked to to to, to the bathroom and uh, to purge you know everyone else was being sick of us but i walked to the bathroom uh, after being completely disorientated and finding my way to my feet again to purging and then you know and then and then and then and then went back down um you know sat back down wrapped up warm again and just and <laughs> just gathering my thoughts of what actually just happened like i, mm. I just couldn't get my mind around what happened it was so so powerful and strong and you know completely different to the night before it actually felt like i, I really went on a journey like i i had done something um and again like when we, when we went back to our room i didn't sleep i didn't want to sleep again i didn't and um again when, when we got up in the morning we started talking um uh, you know around the table and i explained it and i was how i explained it to, to, to you now uh, i said yeah you know i kept saying thank you and then someone else turned around and said, yeah, we know, we could hear you <laughs> <laughs> saying thank you oh, a thousand times, because it was, it was so, it was so beautiful, so proud. And, um, yeah, it was, um, it was something. And when he come in, the shame, and when he come in for, for breakfast, I said to him, I said, look, you know, I, I'm so grateful. I'm so thank you for what, what, you know, what you did there last night. It was, it was truly beautiful. And, I don't actually feel like do I, I I feel I'm telling myself like do I really need to do another session do do I really need to do that I mean like why would I you know like I, I feel like I've been to the center of the universe why, why do I need anything else you know and he said look that's that's completely normal it's completely up to you if you want to try if you want to do any more or anything like that he said however he said that the idea of that one was uh, really take you you know that was the first one was to proceed tolerance second one was to really take you on the journey the third one can you know depending if you need it not can like wean you know sort of fade fade it out if you will so yeah and that was you know the third uh the third experience was was quite you know it was quite like that it was it was not um quite as powerful or profound as, as the second one but it was it was, you know, it was gentle. And it was, it was, it was beautiful. You know, it really was. Yeah. So the, I mean, cause I know that we, the way it was explained to us and the way we did it, mm -hmm. um, cause we did four ceremonies. It was the case of the first one was, would open you up the second and third one. They would do you do the kind of, it's almost like surgery. Yeah. They would do the, they would do the kind of actual main work and then the last one, they would kind of sew you all up um, and then send you on your way. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I've, I've kind of come to, because I know that in my, well, our first ceremony, whether it's working out people's tolerances, uh, nobody actually felt anything. Mm. And in the second ceremony, I felt it a, a lot, um, but not necessarily in a visual sense, but in a kind of body felt sense. Yeah. And I remember going through that journey and thinking, when I when it first came on, I was just kind of like, whoa, this is mental, that kind of moving 
into that space and thinking, okay, I've got to do this now, but I'm not doing this again. And then going through this whole journey. And then I went through a whole process of thinking, I don't need to do this anymore. Um, I'm going to get everything that I want from this. And I was just feeling like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to really start helping out in the, in the, in the retreat center and stuff for the rest of the week. And I'm going to help people out, but I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, And then, as soon as I, I fell asleep in the Malacca because I was just pretty exhausted. And then when I woke up in the morning, I remember just thinking, oh, shit, you've started this. Mm. Um, I was like, I don't need to do this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. And then you're like, oh, hang on a minute. You've started this process. Yeah. And you can't just like walk off from the operating table. Yeah. And then that, that was when my anxiety started again and going, oh, shit, I've got to go into this again. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so it's more a case of, I well, I understand that people can decide not to yeah. drink for the following ones, but it almost feels like you do need to go through that. And it's not, I guess it's, it's like having a course of anti, not anti, a course of antibiotics or something, or something, and just deciding for yourself that you're going to stop mid-course or something. Yeah. Um, so how did that then come about for the the third ceremony? Yeah, so like I said, so I think we had like two days off again to to you know to rest and really like well I think my been decided not to sleep. I've had something to do with it, but uh, mm-hmm. or and we we really did rest and um, and also you know we went, we went you know around the jungle and stuff like that, you know went for the nice walks and we explored. And now you know it was it was it was it was, it was awesome. Um, you know, so we rested, and then when it comes to the day, I obviously had thought about it, um, and knowing that it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't um, be like as, as as powerful, profound as that second one. I just thought to myself, you know what, I have travelled all this way here. You know, um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I chose, you know, decided to to, to have another one, and. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it um, it wasn't as much it wasn't as much the dose as as, as the second one, and I did I I just had my mind sort of visuals, um, you know, but um, it just felt, you know, like um, I don't know, I, did, I just felt really comfortable and like I wasn't really getting so much like the healing like I was getting from the second one. It just it just felt. I just felt really peaceful and, and just comfortable, you know. Um, but it didn't really give me any really profound visuals or anything like that. You know, I, I just felt, like I said, really grateful. I just felt really grateful where I was, you know. Um, Did you feel, because you'd kind of decided that you didn't need it yeah. originally, but then you decided that you did. Yeah. Did you set yourself up with a bit of an expectation of going, oh, actually, now I want to have a, powerful experience again or 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 and were you slightly disappointed at all by the fact by the mildness of it or no. were you more still accepting it yeah um no i mean i, I didn't i didn't i just um you know he gave, he gave us that that dose i didn't think there was any left as well actually i mean i probably would have had a bit extra but at the same time like i said i i didn't really have any expectations and i certainly like I didn't have on my mind that I wanted to go through the same as what I did the second time. I know like it was really, you know, profound and divine and I was shouting divine and stuff like that, but it was so taxing on me. It was, it was 
it really drained me. That 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 one did, you know, for, for the couple of days after. And like I said, I, you know, I felt like I, 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 I you know, it it was I got what I needed for from from that, you know. And the third, you know, time I went there, like I, I, that third uh, ceremony, it wasn't. I, I wasn't going in there, like I say, with them expectations. I, I just, you know. So, like I said, Mike said, so so myself back up, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that was, that was it. In terms of, you said it, it really drained you. Yeah. Um, was that just like a physical, like just exhaustion thing? Yeah. But yeah, I think it really did. This is the the second one, I say, because my my arms and legs were moving. I was just, I was just like a a bug on its back that's moving its arms and legs but completely mm. you know, whatever he was seeing, you know chanting in in spanish whatever it was uh you know mm. it, it, I, I just i was absolutely drained I, I, yeah. I was, yeah i was i was i was i was done um and i would say it was completely disorientated after and as i said my my you know deciding to, to stay awake my i've had something to do with it but um yeah, um, I love talking about it the next day, you know, in the mornings to everyone and listening to everyone else's stories as, as well. And, oh, you know, it was, it was, it, it was life changing. It was complete. Mm. It was life changing for me. Mm. It really was. Yeah. In terms, you said about them, that the third eye thing was much more profound yeah. um, thing during this. So mm. was that then... So can you talk a bit more about then how you were really experiencing that? Was it really just based around the the heat thing there, but just having a sense that there is this power there? Yeah, I mean, it's, it was the same with 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 each of the ceremonies. So we've had four in total, including the one I had a couple of years ago, and it got the same, you know, feeling, you know, in the beginning stages of it. You know, so after like the thirty minutes, when it when it the first signs for me or you know like i feel like something is happening for me it really just starts it just feels like it's like like a, a burning sensation in the center of the forehead like, um you know radiating and i don't know and, and of course i've i've researched that and i feel like it's, it's quite common it's common you know i believe and um yeah i I don't know, you know, because if it's anything to do with the, the pineal gland or, or mm. you know, just all your senses, you know, the, uh, you know, working together, or they just, you know, um, it's heightening your, your your senses, but it it just, I don't know, it's really really noticeable, like mm. how much it's burning in the center of your head, and and it feels nice. It, I mean, it doesn't doesn't it doesn't hurt or anything like that. Um, but it's just it makes you you know it makes you wonder like what really is happening like how do I feel so you know these what these dimensions that I, I I'm getting so why do I feel so at peace you know with the jungle and nature you know everything you know there's no worry there's no anxieties there's no nothing you know I just have a sense of oneness and love and and grat you know gratitude you know and just being grateful you know just you know just pure peace 
you know, and that's, and I never, I never felt something, you know, like that ever, you know. And I also, you know, it made me think uh, about um, the the days after as well. It made me reflect and think about my family as well. I don't really, I'd never, I don't really speak to my mum much, and you know, it just made me think, you know, about my family and make more, you know, of an effort, you know, and you know, just things that just made me really reflect, you know, really grounded me, yeah. So, is there a is there anything that else that happened on the retreat, or is it really then you just kind of heading home and and taking that back? Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't believe so. I think we, you know, like I said we rest, we rested, you know, for a couple of days, and then we went, you know, down the travel down the road to these uh, this waterfall, um, you know, jumped in in, in in this in this in this waterfall, you know. It's, freezing i was one i hate it was not keen on jumping in but i did in the end uh and yeah it was, it was wonderful you know just just spent time oh and it's sort of like um sorry actually at the retreat as well we we, we went into a waterfall there as well which was actually like it was a little stream that was there and the shaman were like sort of blessed us there as well actually that's what he did yeah so he set something on on fire and I, I think it was like it was you know he'd blow it on us so I, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what that that was again but it was like you know a post ceremony um, thing that he would do that was that was really nice um, and yeah like I said it was rested and and I just you know we, we were just listening to each other and you know it felt nice it felt that you know the, the guys that we went with. They were, they were wonderful, you know. We we got to know each other, and and we stay in contact now. You know, we talk to each other now, and it, it, it was it was it was excellent, you know. And then we went back um, um, to where we were staying, and yeah, we all went we all went our separate ways. A couple a couple of days after our our, our ceremony, well, as I said, we 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 all stay in contact and. Um, you know, uh, I have the, the meetings to see how everyone's get, getting on, and yeah, I know, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that, uh, I mean, because some people go through some real hell, uh, yeah. with what, with what they've got to, yeah. uh, with what they've got to deal with, yeah, uh, and and it's just really interesting yeah. hearing a story of yours, yeah, which just sounds like everything. It's just been pure bliss yeah. and peace, which is a it is a hugely uh, uh, what's the word? It's such a privilege yeah. uh, to be able to to be able to have experienced that, especially because some of the guys uh, on in the in the Palaka with you yeah. might have been going through some real hell. Oh, and then when you when you're going divine, grateful, just thank you, they're just like shut up. I'm 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 going through hell at the moment. <laughs> That's exactly how, how it felt. Um you know as I can't speak for, for for everyone else but I can say that they were having different experiences to me and I could hear that. And and like I say I was well I was pretty much the only one shouting thank you. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I didn't have any negative thing. Like, um, I don't know. I, I can't explain. But I just, it just, I, I just felt nothing but oneness and, and, and peace. And, and like I said, and I was 
always found my way to my feet and either purge in, in the soil or when I got back to my room and didn't feel the need to, you know, to turn into that book. It was, I don't know, maybe I got off lightly, but I mean, the, the, the second ceremony was really powerful, I say, and yeah, I will never, I won't forget any of them. Like it was, it was, it was the best thing that happened to me, um, you know, um, yeah, I do, and I think about it every day, and I will continue, to, you know, to think about it every day. I feel. So, how was it then when you got home then and had to like integrate into back into real life, and then especially having to go yeah. going back to work and yeah and everything? How was how did that how did it all feel, and how did you integrate all of this, or was it fairly easy to integrate because you're bringing this peace with you with everything that you're doing yeah so i mean it was not it was not something that that happened overnight for sure and on the way back i went to france to meet some friends on the way back so went to france and then um i still had a bit of time off at home um before going back to iraq where i currently work um and yeah so i started a new contract in Iraq, uh, in a new project. So I was, I was starting up as a project manager, and it was quite quite stressful at times. It was because it was it was new, so a lot needed to be done. And this was the last rotation, so I've just come back from Iraq on Friday, just gone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm home now for over a month, but it was the rotation before, so after you know after April, so from, from April to like July, it was that I did, and. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, you know, instead of this new contract. Um, but I feel like some of the things that would usually, um, I would usually overthink about, I didn't so much. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I felt like I was reflecting, still reflecting quite a lot on what had happened, despite how difficult it was. Um, you know, this, this new contract, but I, I, Obviously, I was still thinking back to what had happened, you know, every day, and it was just, you know, it was, it was just, you know, it was one of those life-changing things, you know, for for me. Um, and again, like I said, I would speak to the guys from Heroic Hearts. We would, we would have meetings, you know. Uh, they were more frequent at the beginning, you know, and we spaced them out to like once a, once a month. Now, I know it was lovely, you know, and complete, you know, honest with him, I didn't really feel anything, you know, like the first month, just other than I wasn't perhaps overthinking so much, you know, and I was, I was honest, I was like, you know, it's quite stressful where I am at work. Um, and then towards the end of the rotation, so that's in three months, we always, um, it was when I got home actually, so sorry, I got home, I, I went to Belgium with some friends and I just said to myself, right, next time I come home, um, well, not this, this time, but the time after, I, I'm, I'm looking to come home. I want to come home for good, you know. Um, so, yeah, so so this rotation that I've just been on now, um, I've been working, I've been studying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making the efforts to, to try and come home for good now and leave Iraq. Um, 
I've already handed my notice in, so the 5th of February. So that I'm going to go back for one more rotation just to get some money to, uh, to, to keep me going while I do come back. So on the 5th of February, I'll be coming back full time. And um, yeah, it, it's just, I feel like it's given me, it's made, it's, it's made it easier for me to make the you know, decision to leave because ultimately I just feel like I want to live now like I, I i i'm not worried about um what it is that i will do when, when i come back so much like i used to think you know what what do i do i've always been in the military since i was 17 i've always uh, or, or in the private security this is all i've done you know how am i going to integrate now into society you know i've seen what it can do to people and you know um you know unfortunately some of my friends have took, have took their own lives and, and stuff like it's, it's you know, just things that you know I'd, I'd think about before, but now I just feel, you know, after having the ceremonies, you know, the medicine, I just feel like money, money is not important so much now. I am just happy to live, you know, and and like I say, um, I've, I've been I've been studying for security risk management course, which I'm, I'm still doing, um, the distance learning. Um, so I feel like, you know, because that's pretty much that's what I do, you know, in Iraq and, 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 and what I have done in Afghanistan from my experience. So it'll give me, um, you know, put me in good stead for something at home. But that's not to say that that's what I will definitely do. Like I said, I'm, I'm just happy. I just feel like, you know, money's it's not important now. I'm just happy to live. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like my relationships with people. I've, I've started improving or I just feel like nice things are, you know, I don't know, just, just feel like things are, are, I just feel more grateful than that. Um, appreciative. I just, of, of my friends, you know, um, for people, like, um, I just feel like I flow easier with people, you know, the conversation. So, I was, you know, like the, the social anxiety I may have had before, like I was worrying so much about you know with groups of people even my own friends you know uh interjecting into com into conversations stuff like that or wait in return now i just feel way more well more and this wasn't straight away this is like you know this is what happened a couple of months later like i just feel like i'm more confident in myself and you know just just with people you know and yeah it's um i can only you know attribute it or you know as testament to the medicine you know it's slash i feel like it's shown me how it's not healed me as such but it's shown me a way like you know it's shown me it's shown me a, a way like um i'm just much more calm and confident about my, 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 myself you know and yeah i, I do do you find that experiencing the peace and the full relaxation and everything and calmness mm -hmm. that you were able to experience by knowing that and constantly thinking about that in itself is making is allowing you to feel more calm and at peace generally in everyday life because you're so because you're really attached to that experience and because you felt it do you think that is 
do you think that that that's kind of been happening for you in in, in real life yeah it's hard it's, it's hard for me to say but like i remember when I, you know when i suppose when i had that that moment when i said i, I felt at peace you know when i really mm. so, you know, yeah i can't think back to that because it was like it was a new feeling like I, I had never felt that before but i knew instinctively that it was peace you know mm. and you know before he had the, the ayahuasca ceremonies or or whatever like i've been living with this anxiety you know this this thing was always in the back of my mind i'd always been living with this and that was the norm for me like that that, that was that i thought is, is that it this is who i am you know this is wired into me and little did i know that you know that no no it, it, it doesn't have to be like that it showed me how to I feel like it's it's really show me how to to manage with manage it, you know. The only reason I'm saying it is because a lot of the things you're saying is crossing over with the things that I'm processing mm. for myself through a lot of things because everything about me is fear and anxiety and I have massive social anxieties. Yeah. Which is it's funny that I'm doing this at all. Mm -hmm. But then for some reason I don't have the anxiety if somebody tells me that they want to speak to me. Yeah. Um I find I've got issues if I'm not getting the signs from that person. Yeah. And I've thought about this a lot. But I've just come to I feel like I understand that, you know, how your your brain pathways and stuff that maybe channel the free-flowing conversations and stuff mm. can get blocked off with the anxiety that's happening. Yeah. So those things can't flow. So yeah. but if you can be at peace and relax, then these things can open up again and start to flow. Yeah. And the only reason that I was curious about it is like, oh, actually, you know, what has changed for you? And mm. just me w interpreting your situation mm. it seems plausible to me that just the the experience of pure bliss and relaxation is something that in itself is just kind of washing and cleansing mm. which is allowing there to be less anxiety mm. which in itself is allowing all these pathways to just start opening up and functioning again yeah um well, well i feel i know when you say that like well, like I said before, I, I terrified was terrified of public speaking, and I felt like it was holding me back in my career. I mean, I'm, I'm 33 years old, but I've always strived to to do well, you know, like you know, whether it's in the military, the ranks, or whatever, you know, and you know, doing project management now. But when something I knew would come up, like where it would be like, you know, I would have to give a presentation, I would be terrified. I'd overthink it, even if it was like like a week late or two weeks later, I would think about it every day and it build up and it build up, you know, until, and, 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 in, you know, and some, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd crumble or go red in your face or stuff like that. Like this is what's happened before in the past, even if it was just giving a, a brief, you know, like a screw brief to, you know, two people, you know, or something like that in one of the places, I, I would overthink it that much and it would make, but then I would beat myself up in, in my mind thinking, you know exactly what you're talking about. Why are you overthinking this? You know, why I would tell myself this. You know, so so overthinking again. Well, like after I've I've been the medicine, I feel like now. Given and this is what I tell them on, on the briefings as well. I feel much more confident in myself 
and give me these briefs. And I feel like it's perhaps because of how grateful it's made me feel. You know, like I felt so grateful, like uh, I, with feeling the peace, you know, like you know, through, through, the, through the ceremonies. So why have I, what have I got to um, overthink about or be, be scared about giving these briefs? Because ultimately, now I, I've, I've, I've found peace. I'm happy in myself and grateful, you know, for what I have, my friends, you know, and, and just a grateful in, in general. And I feel like that, that yeah, I could, you could say that that is, has helped me. And now, you know, when I, when I went back to work and I'd given these briefs, you know, I had that little tiny niggly at his eye just before I, I opened my mouth. As soon as I started talking, I started flowing, you know, I started going, started being confident, which gave me more confidence, you know, and and enjoyed it. I, I actually enjoyed giving the presentations now, you know. And it's like I said at the beginning of this this, this call, I I was I would you know a couple of years ago, I would be I mean I would I dreamed of of, of giving a call and to talk about my experience, but mm. um, I, I I I generally feel that perhaps you know maybe it's you know through like feeling peace and and how grateful you know I am you know with with my, in, in life you know just. I just feel like that. Yeah, maybe that that is is carried over. Maybe that is what it what it has made me, you know, just all this this anxieties that I've been living with most of my life. You know, mm. yeah. I was saying I'm 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 perfect. Like you know, like I still I still think a lot. I was still quite I think quite a lot, but I just feel like I'm able to to manage it. Like it's given me the tools to. To manage it, but like you know, better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I mean, thank you so much for your story. It's amazing because, I mean, I when I started my journey, uh, I didn't actually realize that it was going to crack me open to show me all my anxiety patterns because mm. I'd kind. I know I'd had kind of depression and stuff, but then. I was really terrified of going into ceremonies and I had a kind of mildish kind of retreat. And, and then months later I had myself kind of cracked open and I thought I'd fucked my life up and all this kind of stuff. And, and that started the process of me kind of seeing all these patterns and everything. So in a way I kind of came at it thinking, Oh God, you know, I know that some people have good experiences, good experiences, but I was then thinking, oh, I want to create this library of all these different kinds of experiences so that you get, you, you can hear more variety in not necessarily want to say negatively adverse things, but there's the challenges that you do have to go through yeah. with these because most of the things you hear are the sales pictures, which are the blissful transformational experiences. Mm. Um, so, I mean, the main, one of the things I wanted to do was to bring together all these stories that you don't hear about mm. of the people that potentially, you know, regret that they went or, you know, that really had to work hard and really thought that, uh, that things had kind of gone wrong and stuff. But I mean, this is to get together everything mm -hmm. and having your experience as well about, yeah, this is a experience of like, this is the true possibility mm. of the blissful side and, I'm so grateful to you for 
stepping up and wanting to do this, especially because you know, Keith sent a message out to see anybody who would be interested in coming up. And, and you, I mean, yeah, it was literally like, I think I spoke to Jesse on one day and then I think the next day mm. he messaged Keith and then he said, oh, I'll send a message out. And I think it was maybe even the next day that, mm. that, that I'd, he said, oh yeah, I've got, um, somebody wants to do it. I'm just like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting someone to come forward that quickly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so chuffed, uh, to have heard your story. It was, uh, I kept bracing myself, uh, thinking, oh, there's going to be this massive trauma, yeah. uh, that, that, that you've had to process the, yeah. of all the stuff that you saw. Um, on tour and stuff, so yeah. it's, it, it was a real surprise to kind of hear about it being so beautiful and blissful. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, I was super, super grateful for it. And yeah, I mean, what can I say? Like, I do, I think about it every day, I do. And like, you know, when when, when Keith put that on there, like I said, to talk about it, it's just like. You know, it just it's it's a lot easier for me to to speak about it because I feel like, you know, it can you know I I can see how how I feel you know how it has its place um you know plant plant based medicine I, I can see how it has its place to it can heal people you know might not be for everyone I'm, I'm not saying that but for for me you know I'm you know I'm I'm much more. I, grateful you know like well like i said i i just want to live now you know what i mean and yeah yeah I, i'm looking forward to coming on february and you know living yeah wow what a great what a great story thank you so much and i'll i'll let you i'll let you get off now but uh i hope you have a good Break. You're you're having a break for four weeks now before you go back. Is that four right? weeks. I've uh, got quite a lot of studying to do, but I'm in a yeah. bit of my own home, so yeah, I'm really happy. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. And then hope you hope you have a safe uh, final tour and yeah. and uh, good luck uh, good luck in February yeah. uh, when you get back. And I'm sure I, I I'm sure and I hope that we'll be able that we'll be in contact again yeah, sure. uh, in the future. Yeah. So yeah, it's been really nice you know, talking to you. And lovely to meet you. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to my story. And it's been an absolute pleasure to listen to, you know, some of yours as well. So excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. I so appreciate it. So great. I'll, I'll catch you soon. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks for making it through to the end. I really hope you enjoyed the content and managed to get something out of it. Remember, if you liked it, I'd love it if you clicked follow to be notified of future episodes. And also, it would be gratefully appreciated if you would share it with anyone you think might be interested. Hope to see you again.